Investment advisory services offered through CWM LLC, an SEC registered investment advisor. It's time for the Money Night Podcast with certified financial planner Wade Chessman, president and wealth advisor at Chessman Wealth Management. Welcome into the Monday Night Podcast. I'm Ben George. He's Wade Chessman, President and Wealth Advisor of Chessman Wealth Strategies. Wade, I know um, you'd have to be hiding under a rock to not know that we're currently in a bear market. And I think anybody listening to this podcast is probably well aware uh, because they are paying attention to their finances. But we are right now, and I'm sure you're getting a lot of questions about it. Yeah, we all, I have been. Um, it's not a fun time to be an investor when you're seeing things head the wrong way. You know, I think it's important to understand, you know, what does that even mean, which really means a time when the market is dropping. And t- the typical definition is 20% from its high. Uh, the S&P, I think, is down somewhere like as we speak today, 17% or so. But at one point, it was down as much as 23 So it's come back a little bit. The But if you look at other indexes like the NASDAQ, which is a more tech-oriented, growth-oriented NASDAQ or uh, index, you know, you're seeing today it's down somewhere like 23, 24, was down as much as 32. So we're in this territory of bear markets coming in and out. You know, the interesting thing, there's been 18 bear markets in the last 100 years in the S&P. So you get one about every four to six years. It doesn't, you wouldn't think that, but it does happen. And um, so it it's not as uncommon as people think. Hmm. Yeah, I, I feel like um, you hear about them all the time, but you know we've probably been through more than we realize. And so we're going to talk about kind of how to navigate a bear market and this one that we're currently in, and just some some things to keep in mind, some considerations to make with your financial plan as we go through this, and um, some things that you maybe should be doing right now. So that is the goal today, Wade. So let's talk about some of the things that we should be doing or could be doing, if anything, during this bear market. I'm going to start off with uh, this first one. This could be good news, potentially, right? All right. No one wants to hear this. You know, it's a little tongue in cheek there. But the concept is, hey, things are some things are down a whole lot more than others. Some things you may own might even be up. So when stocks go, when drop in value, they go on sale. So the idea is to be able to move assets or move money from some of your assets that have gone up or or done better than others and move them into assets that have gone further down. And this allows you then to have a quicker recovery over time. It's not something that maybe will pay off next week or even next month. But the idea is when the markets are down, it allows you then to reposition your funds and take advantage of lower prices and some of the more and some of the asset classes. So for the, you know, for example, if you've got short-term bonds that have held up really well this year and maybe they've become a big huge percentage of your portfolio, then that might be an opportunity to then move some of those funds into something that's down quite a bit and then you get the full advantage you, you can take advantage of those lower prices. So that's what I mean by that. Again, not always easy to do, especially emotionally, but there is an opportunity to do that and it's a strategy that's worked out for folks in the past. Yeah, you're right. It's tough to keep that perspective and maintain that long-term view on your finances, but it's so important to do. And this is could be an opportunity potentially for you to do that and, and to reevaluate, reevaluate your portfolio. All right. Um, the next thing to remember in this is that you haven't actually lost anything yet, right? I mean, you know, I think you talked about it on our Kingdom Minute last time about, 
you know, associating your identity with your, you know, your, maybe your bank statement. And maybe you feel like you've lost something when you see that value go down and maybe you feel less self-worth, self-worth potentially. But yeah. keep that perspective that you haven't actually lost anything. Right, because investing is all about owning shares. The more shares you own, the more opportunities you have to make money in the long run. The biggest mistake that you can make is to buy into the fear, you know, convince yourself that, hey, this time's different. And then you get onto the sidelines when the markets recover. You know, it's it doesn't necessarily mean you don't take any action. You know, you have to be able to sleep at night. But making large bets either way, I've found over time doesn't work out. Like if you say, I'm just going to get all my money and put it in cash. Well, the, that may be work. That may work out for you in the short run. The question becomes then, when do you put your money back in? So it doesn't. I'm not suggesting that you just necessarily don't do anything, because again, you've got to be able to sleep at night. That's why understanding your tolerance risk is so important at the beginning. Because if you, I found if you're not taking enough risk, then you can sometimes be unhappy when the market's going up. But on vice versa, when the market's going down, if you're taking too much risk, people tend to sometimes blow out of those long-term strategies at exactly the wrong time. So you haven't truly haven't lost anything to you sell because it's all about owning shares over time and you don't want to panic and overreact one way or the other. Always, always a great reminder. All right. The next one here, I like this one a lot. Markets are like life. They're not linear, right? So when you right. see you start at one point and you end up so high at another, well, you ignore all the choppiness along the way. It's much like life up and down. Right. You know, we all know from life, everybody listening, me and you, good times and bad times come up unexpectedly throughout our lives, right? And we can plan for the bad times. In fact, that's a lot about what we do here in our with our financial planning and wealth management is we plan for the bad times. And it doesn't mean that when these bad times come, we're happy. But I don't know about you, Ben, but when if we overreact to the bad times, you know, we, we most always, a lot of times we regret that. Mm-hmm. And so the way, this is a little philosophical, but markets are like life, right? The good times and the bad times are interdispersed. But the good news is, is that the good times usually outperform the bad, but we have to be willing to let that happen. So that's what I mean by markets like life are not linear. It doesn't go up in a straight line, right? That's just not, I wish it did sometimes, but that's just not how it works. Nope, that is not how it works. If it was, it would be so much easier in planning. You wouldn't need to plan. Wait, right? That's right. If, if the market just always- I think it would make life pretty boring too. It would, it would. But to your point, it's so important to remember those, those good times always outweigh the bad times. That's right. All right, speaking of planning- these these bad markets, these bear markets, well, they've already kind of been factored in, haven't they, when you do your planning with people? Right. That's right. When we do financial planning, you know, we factor in a level of volatility into your, into your portfolio. I mean, you know, think about this. Um, why do you think they put guardrails on a highway, right? It's to keep your, a car from going from one end of the highway to the other. Now, it doesn't happen very often. You know, we have accidents, but rarely is one so severe that the guardrail plays a factor, but it's there just in case. So people who build highways expect accidents. That's why good highways always have wide shoulders so cars can get around when needed. I don't know when the market would drop. I wish I did, but I knew it would at some point. We know from history that it will. So it's like the highway accident. Take the same road long enough and eventually something will pop up, but we've already factored moments like that into your plan. You know, I never for one second believed that everybody would make money every single year. 
we expect, hey, we're going to have at least one negative year in every five. I wouldn't be surprised if you had two bad years back to back. I know you're going to have a bad month almost every year. And in some good years, you know, we can make money in only one or two months. Look at 2020, you know, during the pandemic, the market dropped like a rock. And then at the end, it was up by the end of the year. And it just took a couple months. So that's what I mean by the fact that it's never going to go up in a straight line. Like we talked about, it's not linear. And we factor that in the market using Monte Carlo analysis and other tools at our disposal. So it's something that we've taken into account. Yeah, that's something to always keep in mind. That's why the planning thinks about the good and the bad. It gives you the range of, uh, of results. So you already have that factored in. All right, uh, next one. You've got a health comparison here for us. I want you to explain this one to me. Well, you know, have you ever known anybody that's had cancer, for example, mm-hmm. and they've had to go through chemotherapy, right? Yep. And they knew the treatment would feel worse than the cancer, at least initially, right? Yep. But they really, but but they had it. Otherwise, without it, they had no no chance. So to get the outcome we want, life almost requires that we suffer a little bit. That's what I'm talking about. Market declines are part of the process of growing our wealth. That's the price we pay for mark, you know, for long term growth. We can't have what we want without them. I wish we could. You know, we could stick it all in a money market. We would never have to see it volatile, but we're not going to be able to keep up with the rising cost of inflation. So so my job, it's kind of like a doctor, is to keep you focused on the long term and get you through some of the short term pain that we're going through right now. But you have to let me do it. So that's our job. Right. I got one more here um, as you're trying to navigate the bear market. One thing to remember, you don't need all your money right now, do you, Wade? Yeah, we've done a whole, I think we did a whole podcast on, we've done so many awesome podcasts, I can't keep up. Yep. Maybe you can remind me, but I know (laughs) I've talked a lot about the concept of bucketing your money, right? Yep. Where you've got money in bucket one, bucket two, bucket three. Bucket one is short-term cash, cash equivalents, maybe short-term bonds. Things that don't uh, aren't as volatile, that don't move as much, right? Bucket two is more midterm, and bucket three is your growth-oriented bucket. Well, right now, your bucket three money, let's say last year your bucket three money was up quite a bit. This year, it's down. Well, the idea is if we can avoid it, we're not going to pull money from bucket three. We're going to use bucket one and bucket two, and then when bucket three eventually recovers, and I don't know when that will be, but I know it will be eventually, then we'll have an opportunity to take more from bucket three to replenish bucket one and bucket two. So that's my point is you don't need all the money right now. So you don't have to worry necessarily about it being da- about the whole portfolio being down because there's parts of the portfolio that are down a lot less than others. It's maybe even up that you can rely on to get money from. And that's why we talked to you and have done a whole podcast on the whole concept of bucketing your money. So, that's what I would say to that one. So just things, these are just things to think about in the midst of difficult times, bear markets, act, things you can think about, things you can do so that you, when it's over, you'll be in a much better spot. Sounds good. Always great reminders. I know it can be difficult to navigate this bear market and it can be emotional at times, right? Looking at your, your statements and they continue to go down, but just keep these things in mind. And if you have questions, if you want to bounce any ideas off uh, Wade or, you know, want to just get a second opinion on where you stand, you can always visit chessmanwealth.com, get in touch with Wade and his team there, or just jot down this number, 214-572-2120, and you can call them there. Now it's time for this week's Kingdom Minute. 
a biblical perspective on money and finances. All right, in this week's Kingdom Minute, I'm going to continue to talk about some of the dangers of wealth. And one of the big dangers is the danger of partiality. So James 2, 1 through 9, do not hold your faith in our glorious Lord Jesus Christ with an attitude of personal favoritism. For if a man comes into your assembly with a gold ring and dressed in fine clothes, and there also comes a poor man in dirty clothes, and you pay special attention to the one who's wearing the fine clothes, have you not made distinctions among yourselves and become judges with evil motives? So if you show partiality, you're committing sin and are convicted by law as transgressors. So uh, we've all been guilty of this, but we see a guy, maybe he's famous or he, you know, he's driving a Ferrari or something. You're like, oh man, this guy, I need to, you know, I'm going to show him some, some extra love. You know, it doesn't even have to be person's wealth. It can be out of a person's education or social position. And we're, well, you know, it's all, we've all, I think, been guilty of that. So the question is, well, what do we do about it? And it, Romans 2.10 says, be devoted to one another in brotherly love. Give preference to one another in honor. And Philippians says, with humility of mind, regard one another as more important than yourself. So we just have to, I think, ask the Lord to, to ingrain in our thinking the habit of elevating each person regardless of his or her station in life, is more important than ourselves. So really the one of the most practical ways I've seen is to is to concentrate on the strengths and abilities of each person. Right? Everybody has something they bring to the table. Everybody has their own strengths. And we can get caught up in, you know, where someone lives, what they drive, what they look like. But in the end, that's not something that, that God wants us to do. He wants us to look at people individually and understand that each person is created uniquely and they all have their set of gifts. And sometimes when we have wealth, that can be, you know, a challenge. So just another challenge that we have to overcome. These are things that can be done. It's just something sometimes we're not even aware of it. So that's this week's Kingdom Minute. Another great Kingdom Minute as always, Wade. Thanks for that. And if you do enjoy this biblical perspective on finance, please subscribe to the show. We do it every single week, and uh, we do appreciate you listening. Any feedback you have, feel free to send it in to us. You can do so at chessmanwealth.com. You can also listen to every single podcast there, including the previous conversations on the bucket strategy, the bucket approach that Wade referenced earlier. But a lot of great information there you can find online at chessmanwealth.com. And you can always call the office at 214-572-2120. All right, Wade, we'll get out of here on that note. Appreciate it as always. Great stuff, and I look forward to talking soon. Thanks, Ben. The opinions voiced in Money Night with Wade Chessman are for general information only and are not intended to provide specific advice or recommendations for any individual. Past performance is no guarantee of future results. All indices are unmanaged and may not be invested into directly. Investing involves risk, including possible loss of principal. No strategy assures success or protects against loss. To determine what may be appropriate for you, consult with your attorney, accountant, financial, or tax advisor prior to investing. Guests on Monday night are not affiliated with CWM LLC. Investment advisory services offered through CWM LLC, an SEC-registered investment advisor.